0: September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girls New Season. Then welcome, Ben and Kate.
1: Stay away from my sister before you find out what six years of Prog god
0: feels like. Well, like year and a half plus like four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new new girl.
1: What am I looking at here?
0: Pure unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy project. I can't believe you're tattling.
1: Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it,
2: it's called whistleblowing.
0: The new Fox Tuesday from your September 25th on Fox. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Bachelor Pad After Show.
1: Oh, my gosh. Bunch of
2: lushes. Pad.
1: That sound can only mean one thing and that is Bing is for doing and we are doing another after show on <laughs> AfterBuzz TV. I'm JC and this is Bachelor Pad, the season finale. Season three, episode eight. Cheers I'm gonna let Yes, let's do a little cheers. Cheers We're to that. Be- it's Woo! our finale guys, it's been wonderful and Chris Lee, we love you too.
2: <laughs> she she's had enough drink. on the first season of Bachelor Pad that's right you've had enough to drink
1: in the first season of Bachelor Pad to carry I you through I didn't drink there either help us out here throw us a bone I Even don't
2: l- drink Go make it, it, sound, nice. make make it
3: sound good uh, yeah. sorry you guys can drink I don't just a choice <laughs> no problem.
1: alright guys it's been a wild season and you've been with us every step of the way so if you're watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com guys hello and if you're not make sure to tune in on iTunes and subscribe comment let us know what you think about the show what we can make better who we can get rid of
4: what i'm never. kidding
1: he's
3: pointing not happen. both of us though. i know
1: <laughs> it's, it's our last episode happen. it's it'll never happen absolutely nope. not nope. and also uh, you could also watch us on youtube the next day as well so just comment share let us know you care so
4: <laughs> oh you right. Comment, like, share let
2: us Suh. know you
1: care <laughs> i like it all right guys quick overview what'd you guys think of what we introductions oh w- come on w- oh my they gosh know us
2: already what
1: okay let's introduce <laughs> I'll start with the, my lovely host to my right Candon <laughs> and next to Candon
4: <laughs> I'm Cappy hey hey
1: and our bachelor expert that's right the one who's been in 14 seasons of the okay she's been in <laughs> one season of the bachelor I was one,
3: on season one two and five
1: Wow! If you saw
3: that, I, that was actually one, three, and five that I actually. And sorry about my band aid, rough day. Uh, Christely, what's up, guys? How are you?
4: <laughs>
1: All right, and of course, if it wasn't for this girl, we would basically we just be talking in a room to ourselves. Mm-hmm. The Which girl does happen, by yes. the way. Yes, Marissa, what's what? up, Marissa? How are you?
2: <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> She's better. She's I'm better good. when She's the buttonwork. Great.
1: Works. <laughs> All right, guys, it's gonna be a wild show. We're gonna first off talk about our experience actually going to the finale and talk about the couples, what we liked, what we didn't like, and also Nick, the two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars schmuck, as he said it himself, Not nice. which we. Disagree for the most part. I think we're gonna have a lot of debate he on whether he himself did himself that, though. I mean, right.
2: That was nobody else. That was him. Well, and Rachel, but right. But she, she said some more choice words than schmuck. But yeah.
3: I'm actually excited because for the first time on the panel with you guys, you can now understand what I'm talking about for some things. Yeah. I'm really excited because you guys went to the finale. Just in case everybody's just watching tonight, you guys went to yep. see the filming. We did. I, of course, was not allowed to because I'm alumni, and they're afraid we have big mouths. I don't know why they would think that (laughs) but I'm excited that you guys can now understand some of the things that I've been telling fans and Twitter and Facebook for so long so
1: yeah what did you guys what did you like what did you notice the difference of us actually being there
4: it (laughs) it was a lot longer when we were there (laughs) uh it was about nine hours and we left
2: early
1: it literally was (laughs) nine (laughs) hours It was literally
2: nine hours and we left early yeah yeah I think when we started watching it like literally as soon as it came on the conversations that were happening in the first five minutes were not conversations that happened in the first five minutes of taping. And it was very fast. And like, I was like, whoa, this is all coming at me from all different angles. This is not like exactly how the conversations happened or how uh, it flowed or what Mm -hmm. the order was. And that was very
4: jarring. Kathy,
1: it looks like you want to say something on top of that. No, uh...
4: I I mean, I agree with Candon. I think that it It got cut down very, you know, succinctly, and that's what they need for television. Mm -hmm. Um, It would have been nice to see some of the things that we saw or heard um, at the Bachelor uh, finale. But at the same time, um, I think that the fans at home got, you know, most of what we saw. So they got all of the good parts.
1: Like, the only thing that we can actually really kind of get into is just basically body language. Mm -hmm. And we saw the couples, and, and there was, like, a big difference that we saw between, let's say, Kaylin and Lindsay as opposed to Tony and Blakely. Cause as totally. we were watching it, we didn't know that he was going to propose. Yeah. But Tony and Blakely, they were holding hands oh the gosh. whole time. In between breaks, like this, we're demonstrated, Candid and I, yes, if you're but watching. But this was
2: Blakely. The whole time. They were adorable. Oh my. She gosh. just like really loved him and it was so cute to see Blakely just like giddy. Yeah. It oh. wasn't what I was expecting from her. And sorry, we cannot
4: hold it. Yeah,
1: yeah. She looked kinda <laughs> weird.
2: She looked just as
4: gorgeous mm-hmm. in person as she did on television. I thought she was absolutely stunning tonight, so
1: Yeah, did they look different to you as what we see on TV? No. You
4: the guys did wear makeup. <laughs> Shocker. Um and I feel like what Chris Lee was alluding to earlier was that um, you know, they do cut down these conversations and they can make them sound worse or better than they actually are. And in several instances, there were apologies that were more drawn out and, you know, fans might have been more empathetic to that person or, you know, someone might be seen as a devil even though they're right. not that bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it really is editing. And so it was nice to see as a fan, you know, for the first time that these these castmates, you know, are, while they are, you know, portrayed to be this one person on television, they might not be that way. Right.
3: I also think it's it's really interesting is that what, what viewers don't ever realize is exactly what you said. You guys were there for nine hours and they were not done when you left. Yeah. And and the Bachelor Pad and the Bachelor and Bachelorette, they're filming 24 hours a day. Unless the entire house is sleeping, they're filming. Mm-hmm. The only time the cameras go down is when every single person in the house is fast asleep. And if one person gets up, the camera comes up. Oh my God. So if you can imagine that and then they have to weasel that down, maybe three days worth of footage into one hour or two hours of programming, you can see why so many people say they get a bad editor, they get this. I I am a firm believer in what you say comes out of your mouth. but. As you guys heard, the editing can make it sound so different Mm -hmm. where you can have a conversation that sounds like we're best of friends and everything's great, but they can edit it to make it look like we hate each other. And I also think that what people tend to forget in these situations, especially with Bachelor Pad, is there's pre-existing relationships outside the house before they get into the house. And while you're in the house, it's kind of a different experiment, I guess I would call it. And when you get out of the house, a lot of these people are still friends. They're still talking. So... I see a lot of I saw I got a lot of Twitter hate tonight on sticking mm-hmm. up for people and doing certain things and I just I ask people to remember that it's a game, it's a show, it's edited and these people are still friends outside of this. I mean, there's definitely some that aren't. Believe me, I have my <laughs> fair share of not friends. Um but for the most part they're all friends and it's it's an interesting thing.
1: Jacqueline actually even said that during the show. Yeah. That yeah. she and um uh, Jamie would not be friends outside. And it happens just like in every mm-hmm. big group of friends. Right, right.
2: So and, it, we'll, and we'll talk about Jacqueline and, and Rachel a little later, but that's another interesting thing that we saw was these two different conversations Jacqueline was having with us that were a little bit different.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so so, socially awkward. Uh, not, not Jacqueline. I mean, Jamie. Jamie so yeah. Yeah. But um, I also wanted to t- – well, we're talking about our experience, and the neat part was when we walked in, we walked into this big, you know, the big holding area, and w- the people that got invited got to see the second to the last episode as well because this was a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And That's how we knew to be rock stars last week. <laughs> No, uh, but there was this room that we were wondering what is in that room. There was this room that was shrouded in a, like a blue, like big curtain. And
3: Deliberation.
4: We like,
1: that was that was where actually yeah. where Nick and Rachel made their final decision.
4: I remember we were sitting down, um, eating the little lunch that they gave us. Our and mini subways? I, I pointed out to JC and I said, "Look at that! Look over there!" And it was the keep and share uh, panels. And I was like, "Look at it! That's what they're gonna <laughs> hold." So it was it was cool to like actually be. In that, and even as something as little as that got me. Yeah, like as they were, as Nick,
2: like as Nick was walking out, and as they were walking backstage, I was like, "Oh, look, we walked there, and
4: we yeah. were right there, standing there with the cast, right there." I thought um, one of the thing that you, one of the things that you don't get to um, experience at home. I don't know if that's the correct wording for it, but um, a lot of the castmates. During the commercial breaks, um, were taking shots backstage. They were, I mean, <laughs> taking. <laughs> There's uh, a surprise. There yeah. were sake <laughs> bombs, there, or not sake bombs, but there were sake shots, tequila shots, and yep. you know the PA's right when the right when the cast would come off stage, they were like, Lindsay, do you want a sake bomb?
2: And she'd be like, Yeah.
1: See, why did so, they do that during break? We're doing it while we're filming right, right. now. We got the champagne well, going tonight. I feel th- tonight. like the.
2: I feel like too they're reliant on that just a little bit because uh, for that dynamic that they have as a house I mean they're in that house for so long with alcohol and like that's just kind of part of their dynamic mm-hmm. and I feel like as a group that's just what they do So it's it changed
3: seems... that's changed because what there was no sake bombs or shots during our commercial oh, really? breaks we were allowed to stand and that was it well, think...
2: this is a wild bunch <laughs> all' <Also, laughs> totally
4: different I mean to sit there for nine hours in front of a studio audience that even if you're used to being on television being in front of a studio audience is not like it's got to be scary for some of them so I can see you know why they might want
1: well, some. even for the studio audience, they had to have that warm-up guy because you could tell that there were lulls, and we would kind of like, and he'd have to pick everyone up. So it
4: JC was. got up there and did a chicken dance or something. before Oh, the show what did started. he do? God, I wish oh, I had that
2: on video. Oh. JC did the little the hip thing. Bum, what bum, is it? Bump, bump. Bum, okay, bum. Jump I don't know that that one. Oh yeah, jump on it. That's <laughs> what it was. Do it, JC.
1: I'm not doing <laughs> it. I, I didn't even do it then. They pulled me on the middle of the dang thing. Yeah.
2: Oh, he went willingly. But he went willingly.
4: Back to um, some of the body language that we were talking about earlier. Yes. I just remember this: um, there was a lot of difference in body language between Blakely and Tony, and um, Kaylin and Lindsay. Totally. And you know, while Blakely and Tony were hugging during every single break, um, they were you know holding hands, like um, always, like touching each other. Kaylin and Lindsay seemed very. Um, I, I don't want to say that they didn't seem like a couple because I feel like they did. Um, I did notice him, you know, trying to look for her when she wasn't around him, but they didn't share that same kind of chemistry almost.
1: She seemed a little more distant even than he, you know, and and we were, we were talking about it while we were in the filming. And we're like, maybe she's a different love language. We're like, maybe she expresses yeah. it differently. I just,
3: I just think that she's starting to realize outside of the house that he, she was his pawn to make mm. him look like a better guy. I don't think that they have a real withstand. Relationship.
4: They they did cut out a lot of conversation with Kaylin and Lindsay. They. They Got to talk about their relationship and whether it's real or not. And um, I, I do genuinely believe that they are trying to, um, you know, have this relationship outside of the house. She stuck up for him several times mm-hmm. um, during the filming, and um, he did say some mean things to
2: her. He
4: did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he like
4: condescending. I'm well, assuming.
2: Yeah, it, so it was like funny, j- like it was funny little He's jabs. But it was, but she would just kind of awkwardly laugh it off, and you're like. There
4: was Are one, you going to put up with that? There was one line where um, they said that Kaylin and Lindsay were kind of like the Switzerland in the house um, because they, you know, voted whichever way they were supposed to. They were very neutral. And Kaylin said, Lindsay, you have some history with Switzerland, don't you? And we all know that's where dumped. she
2: got dumped by Ben. Mm-hmm. So just, just rude. But that like that doesn't surprise me coming from him.
4: Yeah. I mean,
2: she laughed it off.
4: So maybe she does have that same sense of humor like she's able to take it. But.
1: I don't
2: know. So, I, don't know. So I still
1: overall, don't buy it. You don't buy it. No, nah, okay. not at all. So overall, okay, we had a great time. It was fantastic. We actually had to leave and do. I had to leave and do an AfterBuzz show, and I so I missed the we, we because there's actually fans that have been tweeting. They're like, oh, they know what they knew what happened. We, we actually we
2: left. Had no idea what happened. Yeah. We, all three of us had to leave early, so we had no clue. We didn't even know who actually like, won. top two because or no. out of the two couples who no. Won. As soon as they so. came out and Rachel did her spiel with Michael we were done yeah Yeah. so
1: so well then let's actually get into the actual gameplay what we saw you know and let's talk about at first he was the prince charming of the of bachelor bachelor pad everyone loved him but i think it's it was the fall of the white prince and that's stag you know they called michael stag stagliano onto the couch with chris harrison and did our opinion change of Mike of michael the girls are silent i think they're nodding their heads yes Except I think for Kip Chrisley. I think it was
3: interesting to see Jacqueline say to him, and I forgot the exact line that she used, but she said something like, I'm not buying your... What you're selling. S- what you're selling anymore. Um, and I think it's interesting because I know Michael personally, and I know his whole family, and I, I've seen a very different side of Michael this season, and and I said it from the beginning that he was still playing the game that he would say that it was love and it was Mm -hmm. this and and I've said it every episode that we've talked about him that he was still this was his game plan this was his thing Mm -hmm. Um, but it was interesting to see so many people in the house kind of have a different look outlook on him because I've never I've never seen that side of him so it was interesting to me as, as someone who knew him to be like oh well I would know he's just playing the game and that it's outside of the house it's different but I felt like a lot of people in the house tonight even had a change of opinion on him and we're kind of looking at him like you're not the nice guy that everyone thinks you are you're just kind of like everyone else
4: i i want to point out a couple or a few episodes ago back in the middle of the season there was an interview with michael um during bachelor pad and he said rachel is the strategic choice like she is right. friends with all of the girls in the house, um, and I, you know, like to kiss her. That is what he said. Right. She's strategic, not like I'm falling in love with her, like oh. all of these things. He never said that. So you know, it is interesting that he was playing the game. He never and- said that to camera. No, he Well, did. he
2: did. They mm-hmm. showed it he tonight. Did, he didn't no, say that to anyone else. He said that to the producers and the camera. That, I'm saying the key, like, he only, he didn't say that he was falling in love to, oh, yeah. to the cameras. But I think what, what the people in the house were seeing was his actions towards her and maybe his giddiness around her and him t- kind of putting off a different air than he was to the cameras. Yeah. He was being the... The puppet master to yeah. the cameras and saying you know I'm this is strategic but i don't think he was saying that to anybody maybe maybe erica rose because they're friends but it uh, appears that nobody else in the house was on that same page yeah. but i don't even mean so much as that with the dating
3: thing what i mean is they they seem to think his person changed yeah like i mean dating somebody in the house and then not dating them out of the house to me doesn't make your person change or like who you are the things you stand for but to me I I feel like I saw the people in the house look at him like he wasn't as sweet and innocent as everyone thinks and that he was I I don't even know how to describe it I don't feel like it was just about the dating situation I feel like it was more about who he is as a person and and I I'm really curious about that.
1: I think it could be a new guard versus old guard. And possibly, let's say with like Jacqueline and Rachel, they were this past season from Ben's season. So they're from the the newer seasons. And Jacqueline seems like she has a lot of pull, a lot of loyalty. They were talking a lot about loyalty between Rachel and Jacqueline, that their friendships are tight. And for some, you know, Stag is from a few seasons ago, even though he is loved by everyone. But, you know. The game changes and Bachelor's gonna change. Bachelor two seasons from now, it looks like you're gonna disagree. Um, uh, but I just think maybe you know, his courses run through.
4: I would I think that it's um he went off of Bachelor Pad two and all of these girls across America fell in love with him. Right. And that will get any guy to be cocky. I mean you have America falling in love with you. And then to come on this season and every girl in the house is in love with you. Right. Obviously he's going to be cocky and he's going to, you know, it, I mean it's what you make it. It's, mm-hmm. it's how you deal with that. And, you know, I thought that he was genuinely falling for Rachel. Apparently that wasn't the case. Um, but I feel like if you're a stand up guy and you have a girl back home. I know that he wasn't dating this girl when he came on Bachelor Pad, but if you're falling for someone back home, you don't you don't do that on camera. You don't kiss another girl, you don't snuggle up to them, you don't, you know, sing them songs, you don't create a date for them outside since you guys haven't won a date together you don't do that
3: no I agree and I think that's what 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 I'm alluding to is that and because I love Stag it's hard for me to even say it. I just hope he's not getting too big for his britches Mm -hmm. because I know that a lot of times with a lot of these shows, you do gain a popularity and you do gain a fan base. And mm-hmm. it's amazing because you can do other things with yeah. that. And unfortunately, there are the few people that just get a little cocky and they change. And I, and I love the stags. So I really hope that's not what's happening and that it was all editing tonight. <laughs> but it did seem that way a little bit tonight and it kind of hurt.
4: And I do have to say that he was probably one of the nicest cast members that was at the finale. He was the one that was going into the stands mm-hmm. and, you know, he greeting is, his yeah, friends awesome. and or greeting his fans and talking to them and making conversation. He seemed genuinely interested in the people that were around him. But I
2: wonder, I mean, power corrupts. This is quick, but... Um, I feel like because, you know, he made the comment, like, if I was in the house, I would have voted me off first. And I feel like because he didn't, because he wasn't voted off first and because they willingly gave him the power again, he's like, all right, like, it's just another ego boost that he may or may not have needed. So he
1: felt untouchable. You're saying he just created a monster just maybe within the season itself. Yeah. Because like you said, you've known him so, but... Just in those few weeks, something maybe just something happened while you're in that microscope yeah. in that fishbowl. I'm you know? sure,
3: and I'm sure that's what it is because I can't, I just can't see that happening. But stranger things have happened in the Bachelor world.
1: That is true. And speaking of strange, uh, what about the friendship of uh, Rachel and Jacqueline? Yeah. Oh, you're not a fan? Of, well, well, I don't know if you're acting or what. You could be an I actress, Chris. What's listen, going on? Listen,
3: first of all, Jackie, I played the most loyal game in the house. That girl talked smack on every person in that house. So how loyal is that, number one? Okay. Number two, she... W- would she have taken Rachel to the finals if she knew that bringing Rachel to the finals would send her home? Because I don't think she would, because she seems very selfish from everything that we've seen.
4: I would say that if the finals was between Rachel and Nick and Ed and Jacqueline, Ed and Jacqueline would have won it. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I feel like, yeah, so it, it wouldn't have mattered who she had brought to the finals or, you know, like, yes, she would have had a better chance against Chris and Sarah, but I feel like if, if it was up to Jacqueline and Ed, they, you know, they probably would have brought they Rachel not the end- Dogs. Yeah, um, but I feel like with Jacqueline the entire time while we were sitting there during her interview, I did not believe one word she said. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I hate Rachel." That's you never forget those things that your friends do to you. I was like, "You guys have hung out. We've seen pictures of you. You tweet with each other. You guys were friends this entire time right. since the wrap of filming
2: till the finale." And
4: we
1: talked about it on the yeah. show. Yeah,
2: and I have to say the the conversation. Um, between Jacqueline and Rachel and her whole Jacqueline saying that she was never going to forget this and that that's so hurtful. And yes, she's still angry. That all happened after she spent a good 45 minutes defending Rachel against Michael and fighting for Rachel's benefit and saying that she, you know, she and Rachel talk and that Rachel's not okay, Michael, and this is not okay. And you know, she's a good person. And so I feel like from, from that, from Jacqueline fighting for that, for Rachel, then going into the spiel about how they're not going to be friends. And this is really going to affect my decision. It was crap.
1: Well, maybe she was defending um, Rachel from stag in that aspect because of just how her relationship is going with Ed, which, you know, we will never know how they end up, you know, they're, well, <laughs> well, yeah. that's a
3: whole different. It's story. Just, it, it makes her look bad to the viewer because she did go back and forth so many times. Like they should have edited it. Ed- I, that, not even try that again. <laughs> they should have done it so that she had her fight with Rachel first, mm-hmm. and then they made up, and then she stuck up for Rachel to Michael. Because then, as a viewer, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But now, as a viewer watching her, I'm like, wow, she looks crazy.
1: And especially now that we have, like you said, They're tweeting each other, so we could see it ourselves. So, you know, I think Twitter's kind of changed the whole Bachelor franchise this season, this year. Huge,
3: huge! This is the first season, by the way, that cast have been allowed to tweet and do things like that while the show was airing. We were not allowed to... Our Facebook pages had to be shut down and yeah. our Twitter. So this is the first time they'd have allowed that, which is great because it gets the fans more actively involved in the show. Um, but yeah, it's, it was interesting to see that because there was a lot of information that we saw... And it was like, it's just back and forth. It's hard.
1: Right. So do you think they'll take it away for next season, perhaps, for whoever they select as Bachelor? They can't go back.
3: Bachelor, I still don't think you'll be able to tweet. Um, That's a little bit different. But Bachelor Pad, I think they'll still allow it.
4: I think they shouldn't be allowed to tweet. Excuse me. They shouldn't be allowed to tweet with each other. Like, they should be allowed to tweet with their fans, but I feel like it kind of gives away spoilers if they're, you know, if if Rachel's allowed to tweet with Jacqueline. I mean, they're probably sitting right next to each other while they're doing that back in New York. So, why? I mean, like, that just kind of ruins it. We've brought
1: it up, like, on three different episodes the fact that they went to Chicago Mm -hmm. to go visit Ed and Chris. And this is why we're, as a public, are thinking that they hate each other right. you know and it's, it's very confusing yeah so but
3: it just goes to show you that outside of that house and that bubble that those that there are you do get past the game like it's interesting like I've said a million times if I knew what I knew now I would have voted completely different for my finale so I feel like once you get to know the people in real life outside of the bachelor pad you see different sides of them and that's when that's when you know when a person's good or bad Chris is very clearly making good friends still so he's clearly not the, ma- the monster that everything thinks he is. And I think that's important to show.
1: You know, so, um, and I've heard he's opening a restaurant. Did you hear about we'll, that? We'll is talk it, about that in oh, news. Oh, is it news? Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, with that said, <laughs> coming up also, we're going to actually have a fan of the year. We're going to give a little special something to, when you know, we get tons of fan mail and we do answer, we do listen to everything you guys have to say. So we have a little special something for our fan of the year. But let's move on to some happy t- stuff. The Look, heavy
2: thoughts.
4: The yes, heavy
1: Blakely thoughts. and Tony. I come know. on! Yeah.
4: Congratulations! Look, even <laughs> Chrisley's
1: smiling right now. I cried. cried. Yeah. Did, didn't you cry? You I cried, cried at the thing. We cried at it the thing. It was
4: incredible. That was the first proposal that J.C. Cannon and I had seen live. Ever. So It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And the the room just got silent. Like it was amazing. You could feel. I mean, it it got edited so it looked like. Uh, Blakely was just in shock and going to say no. But you could tell that there was so much love between Blakely and Tony.
2: And it was amazing to be a part of that. I think she was freaked out because it was like her fairy tale like coming true. And she's like, oh, my God, what is happening. Like, <laughs> I feel like
3: and I've said it before that. I feel like if anybody's the most relatable to myself in the house, it was always Blakely. She was very strong-willed. She always had an opinion. Not everybody liked her because she had an opinion. Um, I'm so glad to see that she got a lot farther than I did. Um, But I, I do... And I'm sure so many women out there, it's such a relatable feeling to find somebody that you can be 100% yourself with. They don't hold you back. They don't care if you're stupid. They don't care if you're crazy. They don't care if you make really bad decisions. And there's something to be said about that. And and I feel like the fact that they found that within each other is amazing. She had me in tears when she said that tonight. Um, and I, I see them really lasting. And it, it's cool because Bachelor Pad seems yeah. to have a better success it rate does. than Bachelor.
4: I said that so many times. But one of the things that I wanted to say was, you know, at the end of the episode, they were talking about whether you deserve this or you deserve that. I think Blakely deserves Tony. Like I, do. I think they're amazing for each I other. I do. And
3: I also, I loved that. And, and it's it's one of those things that I'm sure every girl in the world can relate to as well but when he was talking she looked so shocked and she kept looking around waiting for something bad to happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like she's probably I don't know her well um, I don't know her at all I should say but I feel like From what we've known about her on the shows, she's really talked about the fact that she hasn't had a great dating history and that she kind of falls for the wrong guys all the time. And so when you find that person, you're like always looking and waiting to see something's going to go wrong. Like, where's the camera? Where's somebody going to come tell me that he's lying? You know what I mean? Or where's the other girl coming out? And you could see that scary look in her face. (laughs) But
2: his calming, just him, his whole, he was like right here right here look at me i'm right here and like pulling her back and and saying like i'm here like i'm here for you it's all about us it's all about me i'm right here and i think that's the way that he comforts her is him telling her like i'm not going anywhere like this is me it's you and me right here
1: you know what was interesting about tony when we were watching it he literally did not say a word till their segment like even the interaction he was just just quiet we were like god he doesn't same much of it. like even Ryan he was probably nervous. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot I forgot he was proposing. Yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, well, at that knew. point we had no idea. We thought he was just being But weird. he did. I mean, he yeah. had a ring in his pocket. Like she could say no. It's so
4: quick. Like he, he was, was probably had, a nervous wreck. He had a ring the size of Texas in his pocket. <laughs> Not just a <laughs> ring. He had that huge freaking ring in the size I don't know. It looked yeah. pretty pretty amazing. And, and they did have to film that a couple <laughs> times. That was hilarious. <laughs> get, the, get the just for that one shot to get the right, like, the, Neil, the Neil Lane. Lane logo. Gotta
3: love that Neil Lane.
4: Call me.
1: <laughs> Call me. No, and, um, and I just wanted to say just Chris Harrison's reaction. He was in shock. Yeah. Literally just to see him, seeing Chris's reaction throughout this episode, you know, being there in the audience. When Blakely and Tony, it's like he's been a part of this for 10 years now.
2: I've never seen him clap like that ever.
1: Literally so excited.
2: I feel like he and Blakely have like a, like some, like they have like a bond. They do. Like, I feel like maybe he's been a supporter of hers and, and like wanting her to do really well. And it's almost like his, his, I mean, his daughter, you know, like in a way (laughs) kind of, Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> no.
1: no, but yeah, you did see that they, they had like a playful bond. And and it was like we said, it's, we've brought it up earlier that it was interesting seeing their personalities when the camera was off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact to see Ryan doing like a little dance. Ryan, who is like the innocent guy, the guy we never saw anything out of. He was doing like this little Chicago had, like bankhead bounce. And we're like.
4: He had so much personality. Yeah. During, during one of the breaks, Justin Bieber's boyfriend came on and he was like doing this little shuffle in his chair and like looking at all his bands. And he's like. He probably had like the most personality <laughs> of
2: most of the people there which I what we all
1: said at the same time we're like oh look he has a personality <laughs> <laughs> no but it was really good to see Blakely and Tony I, th- I think they're in it for the long run and just nothing she's but the best she's probably
2: living in on, our, on our coast now she's probably in, she's or- in, Portland, she's in yeah. Portland
1: and the most important thing of their bond she has cable
2: Yes. She's really excited about
1: Cable. <laughs> she's excited about Cable. I can yes.
3: understand that.
1: You know, literally, come Cable's on. Cable's exciting. She's going to have everything from FX, you Fox. Football. you football. Know, she's going to have Fox, Comedy Central. She's going to have all <laughs> those great things. So. Well,
2: face it, we all have a good comedy. It's human nature, for God's sake. I mean, and Fox premiere Tuesday is stacked with them.
1: Ooh, really? Yes. Tell us more.
2: Well, De Deschanel is back on the season premiere of New Girl, and boom. <laughs> Just like that, she's laid off and looking for work. Then, family's a Funny Thing. From the producers of New Girl, it's the new series critics are calling one of the year's best new comedies, Ben and Kate, which I have seen previews for, and it looks funny. Uh, then, the season premiere of New Girl keeps on rolling with another all-new episode. I know. Sweet.
1: Back to back, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then, you guys were talking about this earlier, the Mindy Project. Tell me about that.
1: Uh, okay, <sighs> I I went in saying I'm not, like it, I'm not gonna like it. 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 And I started watching. I was like liking, 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 liking. Loved it.
2: And then you liked yeah. it on Facebook.
1: I did. <laughs> no, I I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. L- literally, you have to watch. You guys have to watch the. the Mi- I watch them all. Yeah. But the the Mindy- well, new
2: girl's awesome. I Ben and Kate looks cool. And then you're saying the Mindy Project yeah. is awesome.
4: So I feel
1: like I'm Schmitty anyway from New Girl. But uh, no. <laughs>
2: The Mindy Project, I love
4: Mindy Kaling, Colleen Kaling. Um, She is hysterical. She has so many boy problems, and I can relate to that. Uh, But she just, I mean, the way that she tells this story, and she was, I mean, she was one of the head writers on The Office. So you know that The Mindy Project is going to be hilarious. I was actually um, on set for Ben and Kate um, a few days ago, and the actors there they can ad-lib like no one's business like they're nice. hysterical off the cuff and um, I already so watched Im- there's a lot of improv yeah there is That's a lot cool. of improv and um, I i watched the pilot for Ben and Kate as well and it's hilarious so. awesome yeah.
1: I can't believe you just said you know you relate with uh, your dating problems and you said that on air <laughs>
4: you know <what laughs> many gonna oh how many tweets are going to get how
3: does someone who bakes as often as you do have dating problems I don't
4: know I don't know sorry I I just had to ask I drive a stick shift I drink whiskey I like football she's like dream girl hello the next bachelorette
1: (laughs) absolutely after buzz Bachelor. Mike flies. if you're watching I Call of
4: Duty come on Wow. I don't think
1: she's going to make it out of the studio
4: somebody's going to be knocking on the door in like five
2: seconds well, all okay. those shows start, you guys, on Tuesday, September 25th at 8 p.m. So check it out on Fox.
1: Nice. Boom. All right. So, okay, now what we've been waiting for. Yes. We made it down to the final Wait, four. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Chris and Sarah and Nick and Rachel, the final four. All right. You've been defending Chris all along. Chris, I already see you nodding your head. It. Oh,
2: I'm nodding my head at the ending. I'm not nodding my head at Chris. Okay. No, you know, because we just need to get Chris out of the way because th- okay. he was not a big part of tonight's finale. I mean, there was about a 5-minute blurb of his deal and he, you know, said that his father is really ashamed of, of how he acted on television, which I I would agree if I was his father that I would be ashamed.
1: You don't think um, he was campaigning? Think about it. Because they still hadn't done a, they still hadn't voted. So if he still makes that last play, you know I did this first, and you could see how just torn up he was about it and making that last play. It remember we've talked about last week we talked about it. This is at the point of the game where you start campaigning, yeah, because you're now you're in it. At, you're in the finals. So maybe do you think maybe that was it? Krusty knows. I mean him, like, I don't no believe business, I don't so. believe he
2: was sincere. I believe his father was really embarrassed about okay. of his actions on television. I can totally think that that's true but
4: i I don't feel like he's sincere in his apology i disagree i think that he was sincere i i think looking back on this season exactly what he said he had no idea that jamie felt that way he had no idea that she was talking about having babies with him i mean (laughs) come on how can you think about i mean like yeah she's like in bed all cuddly like do you like me um i mean like of course he's gonna say he likes her he did like her he i mean i think that he had no idea how intense her feelings were i don't think that he wanted any like romantic relationship with blakely i think that it was just strictly in the house he thought she was going to be a good partner and then you know this whole sarah thing came about um i think that he was sincere in his apology i think that you know his family again they they Told him that he was not brought up that way, and I don't think that he was. Um, I think that his his feelings were very sincere on Emily's season, and you know, I think that he'll definitely learn a lesson from this.
3: I, you know, I'm a supporter of Chris. Happy birthday, buddy! It's your birthday today, 26, um, grown ass
4: man. That's it. You're a grown <laughs> You're man a now, grown
3: ass um, man. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I I don't hang out with him all the time. I don't know him super well. We text back and forth, and you know, he played the game and. What he okay, this is the way I break it down because I, I got into a little Twitter war tonight. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Blakely did not see what was coming with Chris, she was not like he did this to three other girls in the house. So, with Blakely, like I understand her being upset, she was kind of blindsided. Jamie saw it coming, and if she didn't, then she needs to get a prescription because that actions speak louder than words. We all know that. And, and he was saying one thing, doing another, like she chose to do it that way. And she chose to keep going after him. And she chose to not let him break up with her. I mean, I, I, I feel bad for Jamie, but not because of what Chris did, because she's a beautiful girl and she needs to get her head out of her, you know what? And, and realize that she's beautiful and she doesn't need to do things like this because she needs a little bit of security. Um, and that will only come with time. And, and I, I I don't feel bad for her because of the Chris situation. I feel bad because I want her to be a stronger woman. Mm -hmm. Um, But Chris is a really great guy. And Michael Stagg did the same thing to Rachel. And America doesn't hate him. You know? Mm, I mean, I I, I will say from the Twitterverse tonight that no one hates Michael. So it, it was very interesting to see that. People in the house different. But Chris is a really great guy and he's a very genuine person. And although I am extremely happy with the ending of the show, it would have been cool to see somebody like him win because he did play the game. He just played the girls yeah. instead of the boys. We
1: always said that he was making some of the best moves in basketball yeah. history. Oh, my
2: gosh. Completely. Well, the thing with Erica was incredible.
3: He
4: changed the game. Single-handedly changed the game many times. Yeah. And down to tonight, I mean, his game play was right on. He said, if you're not going to vote for me, vote for Sarah. That's like, right. That was so smart on his part. He knew that people weren't going weren't to vote for him. Mm-hmm. So he had that... like. He was able to still kind of
2: wrangle in some votes, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's the one thing that Chris did differently than Nick, and that's why Nick came out on top. Is Chris made enemies? Nick made none. Yeah, he didn't make he friends He didn't make either. friends, but neither did Chris. Obviously, in the end. I mean, yeah. they had three votes. Nick made friends with Donna.
1: Yeah, that's right. They and had that little mouth. smooch. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and like, <laughs> no, because literally, so. Chris, this whole season, we said, was playing the best game in Bachelor Pad Mm -hmm. history. I think we, in my opinion, I think we need to change that statement. Yeah. Nick played the best game in Bachelor Pad history. Now
2: he has, yeah. He
1: he did all along. The Mm
2: -hmm. whole time he was.
1: Because there was an article, is that in the news? I'm not sure that Chris Harrison was talking about Nick's demeanor and how he acted in the house. Yeah. They mentioned it on the show tonight, but... You know, Chris Harrison himself said that he was always to himself, Mm -hmm. didn't really do much of anything, just did push-ups. Well,
3: everyone in the house said he didn't deserve to be there. He didn't do anything to get there because he just he played it safe. He stayed to himself like he didn't talk to anybody. He didn't get involved in anything.
4: I think they're just sore about it. I mean, they they probably watched the past two seasons and they knew that the alpha dogs in the house were the ones that were going to make it to the end. And they just expected the same outcome. Right. And And that's not the case. No, they're just they're sore losers. That's all it is. And I've said it since our first episode. I I have been waiting
3: every season for one person to win. This is a game that is built on lies. It is built on distrust. It is built on screwing the person to your left over and then the person to your right. Like that's the way the game has worked. So and, and, I, and I will agree with the fact that depending on who your partner is, I would have taken the money and run. Like, I feel bad for Rachel, but maybe had Rachel not been calling Michael when she should be working with Nick, maybe even tonight when she would say, we weren't partners, I would... She said that she was... What did she say? Back-ended
2: into... Yeah. The- no, it wasn't even she that. Said, she
3: said... Um, where was it? She, It was everything about Michael, Michael, yeah, Michael. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. about Nick. Nothing about how he stepped up to the plate and was there for her when, when she needed somebody. Mm-hmm. Nothing to that effect. Yeah. She even said that he was, like, she referred to, like, being a, like, her husband died or something. She's a widow. Yeah, a yeah, widow. Yeah. yeah, she said she
4: was widowed. I mean, come on. She said, um, I mean, Nick brought this up during the final um, challenge when they were going to do the rock thing. Um, he said... Or Rachel said to Nick, you know, if it were me and Michael up here, we would win this.
1: So how's that got to make him feel? I mean, he feels
4: like second best. No one wants to be someone's second choice, whether it's in a romantic relationship or in a game. Like it's, it's not a good
2: feeling. And I can see why he felt so horrible and he didn't feel like he had any alliance to her, especially at that point. It's like, if they made it to that point and it's like, you should be excited regardless of who you're with at that point, Mm -hmm. you're in the final thing. Like Rachel wasn't even excited to be there. So I do feel bad for her. And I, it's hard that's a it's a hard thing for me because like my moral obligation is like how do you screw someone over like that but as a first timer watching yeah as a first timer watching the game when you and i will say his his whole like demeanor was a little creepy to me at the end like he he went from being like the really nice quiet guy to like a little bit like he was throwing it in your face and i didn't appreciate that but i do think that his re um Rationing, rationality, there you go, there's the word rationality, for why he made the decision (laughs) was correct. I I mean, like, I feel like, I feel bad for Rachel, but
4: in the same way, I feel like Rachel was right in that a lot of the votes going towards Nick and Rachel were because of Rachel. Rachel. They were sympathy votes for her. Mm -hmm. So her saying, you would not be up here, you would not get this chance at $250,000 is correct. Mm -hmm. But... I feel like what he said, you weren't here to win $125,000. You were here to win the complete quarter of a million dollars. Right.
1: Think about it. They've been there for, what, six weeks mm-hmm. maybe? He waited all this time for him to, for, to have those, that speech ready.
4: But I don't think he did.
3: <laughs> no, I no, not that's right. Think, I do not think he went into that night saying, I'm going to keep this money. I don't. I think that he probably battled with it a little bit. And I think that had she played that night differently and said some different words and chose some different words and talked about him like he was there and part of the team. She said that he wouldn't be there because she brought him there. While, yes, she got the vote. She didn't bring him anywhere. Yeah. He got stuck with her because
4: Michael left. He didn't want to be her partner either. He was so. smug the entire time, like Chris (laughs) Harrison said, I mean, Rachel's clearly upset about the whole Michael thing and Chris Harrison says well Rachel at least you have you know this great partner and he's like yeah Nick is so great like and he's just sitting there but that was the only time that she
3: said he was great was yeah. that moment when Chris mm-hmm. Harrison called her out and and I feel like that's where she went wrong yeah. she put so much of her focus into the relationship with Michael that was clearly non-existent mm-hmm. that she failed to remember that she did have a partner and she needed to be be there for him and carry her into the weight, and yeah. I don't feel like she realized.
1: That. And all the other contestants actually pretty much agree that you know that he played a great game. He there, did I think even Chris's quote, "Love you, Rachel," but Nick, Nick won it. Ooh. Yeah, he won the game. It's almost like you're playing a, a hand of poker. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everyone's, oh, it's so bad, but in poker, you're bluffing. You're, you're making these moves. Sure, there's a quarter million dollars on at stake here, so that you know the stakes are higher. So even more kudos to Nick that he played it so freaking well.
3: And I don't think that he threw anything in her face or or was condescending at all. I think that he was just very confident in his decision. And when she kept... I mean, she asked why 350 times. How many more times can can he say... He explained that perfectly. Like, he explained it perfectly and he was not disrespectful to her. He was not mean or, or condescending. He very blatantly said to her, you know what? You didn't have... If you had played it differently tonight, if you had said that I was your partner and you weren't constantly looking back on Michael, then I would have picked Cher tonight.
1: So does this change the game for Bachelor Pad 4?
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, now...
3: Now
2: it's like, it can happen <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
3: the stakes yeah. are so much higher now so much higher I mean, the way Chris changed the game the way they brought somebody into the voting room the way that there's only one player now you think this was bad
4: with the lies and the scandal and the cheating wait till next season next yeah. season's
1: gonna be ridiculous it on, will. Honestly,
4: I, I think their their ratings are gonna go up a lot too Just because, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it has been the same thing the past few seasons, and this finale was a game-changer. Yep. Literally. Yep.
1: (laughs) Literally, it's more Bachelor than Bachelor and Bachelorette, if you think about it, because there are more couples that are ending up together. And there's the intrigue and the backstabbing and walking away with a quarter million dollars, you know... Off of one s- quick little decision, I
3: yeah. would have definitely <laughs> liked to see somebody. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: we know good what Kathy job. would do. She's flashing a, no. Kathy, a keep sign. Kathy
2: no. would not share with any of us.
4: I would share. I would share with everyone. Or I would have liked, liked to and have, you and no and not me. Of course, <laughs> of and course. You. Even
3: though I live a block and a half from her, I'll find her <laughs> and her money. Um, I would have liked to have seen somebody that played a little bit harder. Be the one to keep it, oh. but I'm okay. That but I'm just glad one person. How can you
1: say him. that? He was probably playing that. That was his mo the whole yeah. time.
3: I don't know about that. You don't oh, give him think, that much credit. I don't give him that much credit. I think that he stayed to himself and found that that was his way to 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 kind of coast by. But I don't mm-hmm. think that he was like, if I stay quiet and I stay by myself, then I'm gonna win. No, I don't think that was it. I think he coasted his way on, and I think he
4: showed everybody
3: that yeah. they're all
4: idiots. If if I were Rachel and I was in that position, I would have flown out to Florida to see him like every single weekend to make sure that they were still friends. And I don't feel like she did. She tried to maintain that relationship after they. But ended she didn't filming.
1: expect it. I mean, because the same could have been said by Nick. Nick should have flown out to see Rachel as well if she would have done it to him. It's just this has never oh, yeah. been done. Probably. Yeah. Now, now it's when next season when they have that little break. When have that probably little break between. Problem. No, it's probably an earthquake. Now, when we have that little break in between the final four and the final <laughs> two, you know they're going to be flying back and forth. There's going to be campaigning even oh, yeah. in that time in between.
3: Well, and and she said that to him tonight. We talked about this. We talked about this so many times, but I feel like all those conversations are bullshit. Can I, sorry, can I say that? Quote
1: of the show because remember she sorry. did good, no, if it's a quote on the show in which Rachel yeah. said bullshit many times. See, I'm there with I do. You.
3: I feel like it was. I feel like it doesn't matter what you say to somebody. Then when she was in front of a live studio audience tonight, she never once said thanks to my teammate who got me here. I think we got here together. Yeah. We did th- there was none of that from her. Everything was Michael, 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 Michael. I don't know what he has with his tongue, but clearly he does something with it that these women are <laughs> retarded over. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> wow! Oh my God. I went there. I'm sorry. <laughs> These girls make out with him, and all of a sudden they turn into mush. Well,
4: like I don't understand. It it's a may- guy, may- guy with the guitar.
1: It's a guy with the guitar.
4: Girls, I'm sorry.
1: All right. So with that said, you can. S- any final thoughts of what we thought about Nick and his gameplay? How it might change?
3: Thank God there was just one.
1: You're just gl- you've been waiting. I
3: have so patiently. Thank <laughs> you, Nick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kathy Cannon would any 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 party shot. I just shots. wonder
2: what Jenica Couture is thinking right now cuz she wanted to marry Nick before. So I'm like, well, maybe she And
1: we met them. Remember? <laughs> we met them the the Madame Tussauds oh, yeah. night. We met Stag Rachel and Nick.
2: And Tony. And
1: Tony. Did so you forget
2: about
4: Tony? No, I didn't. Yeah. I,
1: never I
2: mean, at that point, <laughs> it probably would have been easy, too.
1: Yeah, so any, any, anything to add, Kathy? Anything you would expect for BP4? He,
4: Nick was very tall in person. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, no, I think that BP4 is going to be really exciting. And, um, Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Another season. Well, I think yeah. I I think I wanna try out for Bachelor Pad four.
3: Yeah. Uh oh let kidding. it be known.
1: Take that down. We know ABC no. watches mm-hmm. so I'm too old. <laughs> oh please, you're another day over twenty. Next, um uh, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to what are you uh, you news ready for gossip, some news right? and gossip? Yeah. Some newsy type stuff with <laughs> Kathy Kelly. Yeah. TV news.
4: So, the last i I'm like, what did she got? What yeah. she <laughs> I have, I have some shocking things, which you probably already know. Um, Chris B's birthday was today. He's what? 26 years old. We already <laughs> knew that. But. He is moving to Maryland. Random. He's leaving Chicago and moving to Maryland. Um, he actually already is there um, for a bachelor pad viewing party that was tonight, and he's opening up a restaurant or bar with um, some friends. So, congrats to him on the move.
1: Wasn't Caitlin uh, one of the investors possibly?
4: Um, okay. I do not know that, but yeah,
1: I I'd, I'd, I'd read that I, that. I think he might have been one of the investors possibly. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, but so Thank right you. now on I Twitter,
4: mean, that that's exciting for him to mm-hmm. be doing something and I don't know. Yeah,
1: outside of instead of trying to be famous, he uh,
2: probably needs a change. Yeah, it brings out the worst in him, as we saw.
1: Well, think about it. He's gonna a good-looking guy, the notoriety of the Bachelor opens his own. Oh, you're pointing
2: taking at- the Brad Womack.
1: Oh, the Brad Womack blueprint.
2: Yeah,
4: possibly.
1: Ooh. So, because think about it. He's in D.C. He's in D.C. area. Good-looking guy. Good Lord. I'm just
2: glad he didn't cry because he almost cried. Chris almost cried on the show tonight and I think that would have ruined the publicity for his restaurant but he didn't he saved face hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with a man that cries he's already cried enough oh. well, <laughs> I think it's attractive good luck to you
4: Chris <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also Lindsay Lohan tweeted today that she watched the bachelor pad finale Ooh-hoo. and she thinks that Nick is an idiot so <laughs> she, if Lindsay Lohan thinks you're an idiot you know you have some problems I think she was just
3: watching the show <laughs> to see if anybody was dumber than her.
1: No, and another <laughs> I mean, thing—now she's
3: never going to be a guest on our show. <laughs> she was also casing out the mansion to That's see if exactly. she could bring some friends to steal some stuff. She's I mean, like, really? Oh,
4: free alcohol? <laughs> Lohan, yeah, sign me on. up for Bastard Head Four. They don't give out drugs there, so she wouldn't be happy. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. Ouch.
4: Like, sorry, no. you went there. You went there, um, and then also. I know a lot of us were expecting a Bachelor announcement for tonight. Unfortunately, we didn't get it. But hopefully, we are predicting that it will be on the premiere episode of Dancing with the Stars. So, I mean, they've done that, that before, right? Yeah, they have. Hmm.
3: Where it was like whoever's sitting next to Chris Harrison, the next Bachelor.
1: Well, I think we all have we have our own uh, opinion on who's going to be Bachelor anyway. So. Yes.
4: Do we want to do that as predictions? for predictions. Well, be we're one. gonna do it anyways. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody <laughs> not think the same thing?
1: Well, I want to take a moment even before we do predictions. Uh, this is our final episode, and Candan and I have been doing. We've done 30 episodes this year alone of Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor Pad, and later on, we, you know, Kathy came along, and so did Chrisley, but I also want to take a moment for some of our other co-hosts that we've had, Bobby Capel, and Jenna Time, Jenna Couture herself. We couldn't have done this show without you. Nope. Honestly, guys, you've made it a wonderful ride, and really appreciate everything you've helped bring to the show, but... We want to take a moment to honor our fan of the year.
2: Yes. Fan of the season.
1: Fan yeah, of the season. We have yes.
2: great fans. We do. We have very loyal fans. We love, th- I'm getting so much better at tweeting, which is awesome. <laughs> I'm like actually retweeting things, and people are sending me things, and it's really fun. Some of the fans have
4: actually sent in news, so yeah. they've helped out with the content for totally. the show, which is mm-hmm. amazing.
1: So definitely, we just want to take this moment and actually announce who. Marissa, can you give us a little bit of a drum roll? Or maybe. Our
2: fan of the year. Our <laughs> fan
1: of the season. Here we go. Yeah. Fan of the season. Haley from Tennessee himself, Mr. Chris Mingy. Hey, Chris. Chris, we're going to send you a wonderful AfterBuzz TV cup with all our little signatures. And we couldn't have done the show without you, the fans, and especially you, Chris. Thank you for commenting and subscribing. So now...
3: And we're sorry we're not on chat roll tonight. The internet doesn't work real well in the studio. So I tried, guys. I love you on chat roll. There's a couple of you that stay strong with me every Monday. So
2: I'm sorry that I wasn't (laughs) But thanks for tuning in with us at Studio B. It's awesome.
1: So now let's get into our... Predictions.
2: predictions. Predictions for who's gonna be the Bachelor.
0: And now, you're after
1: Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. Who we got? Who we got? Who are we gonna start? Oh, you want me to start? I'm, yeah, you need to start. I'm gonna go. I think it's pretty cut and clear. I'm. It's Sean. Sean. Mm-hmm. Sean. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I. I want Sean. I, to be on the show, <laughs> <laughs> I want.
2: I want Sean, I, I want Sean <laughs> to be on the show. I want, show to too. I want show. Sean. That's <laughs> it. Good save. Period. Save. Is, well,
1: no, definitely want Sean. I think. I think he'll bring, bring in tons of fans. The women love him. Yeah. I think Roberta, but I think he still he has a girlfriend. I believe. I don't know if they're still together. Rumored
4: girlfriend. Rumored
1: girlfriend. Yes. I just think, and like we said last week, it would be cool if they put them both yeah. up next season. Yeah. Who? Uh, Roberto and Sean, and Sean, and have if they had
3: like two of them, and had sign like thirty girls.
1: <laughs> and did, did,
3: did they not do that one season? They did. There was two guys. They did, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not crazy. There were two guys, and then the girls voted on which guy they oh, wanted. That's the first night, right. yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. Okay, I okay. remember that. Oh, it was that like Bi- I think it was season. Kathy and season. I would sign
4: up. Yeah. <laughs> I would vote for both of them. <laughs>
1: See, but but I would want to keep them both on, and you have thirty girls. And remember, we said last week, what if one of the girls fell in, love you know, they fell in love with the same girl? Me. Yes, Kathy. Nobody. It, it, it would create <laughs> like, a new element. It would create a new element to the show. Yeah. But if would. we're going under the bachelor guidelines, I'm going with Sean. Cannon, Who do you think?
2: I think until Sean came around, it was going to be Roberto. I think that was in the bag. But I think Sean has has swiped Roberto to the side, and I'm okay with it. Well, I'm not because that means he won't be with me. But you know. Yeah. Whatever. What are you going to do?
4: Um I I also agree that it's going to be Sean. Um I I hope that it's going to be Sean. I mean his Twitter has been blowing up lately. There are so many fans that support him and he's absolutely hysterical on it. Um I think he'd be a really good candidate and it'd be nice to see someone who you know is in it for the right reasons. Yeah. And wow,
1: well said. Yeah. It's like I've never heard that before. Yeah. In it for the right reasons.
4: They all say that, but I really have a good feeling about Sean. I think yeah. that he is genuinely in this if he does get it um, he's in it to find his soulmate I mean his, or you know his wife forever and ever Kate
1: okay, bachelor insider
4: I love my
3: Sean I'm gonna go with Kaylin though <laughs> I think <laughs> Kaylin's gonna be the bachelor okay I mean I'm just saying no I, I of course I've, I want Sean I have for a long time. He's an amazing guy. Um I've he's yeah, he steps up to the plate and he's just a really good guy and I wish him the absolute best and I know that he's doing this for the right reasons if it is him.
1: So we got four for Team Sean. Woohoo. All right, so this is it. So it's we'll our see finale. you guys
2: for The Bachelor. January.
1: January. So
2: far away. I'm going to miss it. Tweet us in the
4: meantime. Yeah, Yeah.
1: let us know. And actually, one of our After Buzzers is having an interview with Jeff Holm in a few weeks, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> and I guess, Chrisley, where can they find you?
4: Go to Twitter and tweet me at Chrisley. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly, and I'll also be at After Buzz doing a lot of other shows. So. Yeah,
1: well, any other shows you guys got coming up?
3: Ooh, Sons of Anarchy. We're starting a week late, but we will be there. And in January, check us
4: out California Cation. Yeah. And um, I'm doing Married to Jonas right now. And then Marissa
2: and I are going to be doing Once Upon a Time.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: I want in on that.
1: <laughs> Candid, what about you? Where can they find you? And
2: You guys can tweet me at Candid Bliss. I'm still figuring out which shows I'm going to be doing, but I will be back. So. Well, you're doing some um, reporting, right? I'm actually I'm shooting for AMC Movie Theaters right now. So you guys can check me out at uh, ustream.com. TV slash channel slash AMC hyphen theater <laughs> on Monday and Thursdays at 11 a.m. We go live and then our shows are on YouTube. So follow me on Twitter uh, and I'll tweet you guys the link at Cannon Bliss uh, or follow me on Facebook. Like my page, canon Bliss, and I will get it all to you guys. We do movie talk for movie fans. <laughs>
1: and the Wikipedia page and, and is and done.
2: Here's their so wow, many number.
1: And <laughs> wow. And, uh, yes. Holy macaroni. If you guys are fans of more uh, reality competitions, I actually host the X Factor on Wednesday nights. Our season premiere starts this Wednesday. You can find me at the Everyday Man, and you can find Marissa, Chrisley, <laughs> Kathy, Candid, and myself. All of us here at AfterBuzz TV. We'll see you. Good night, everybody. Bye.
0: From Bing.com. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.